Tonight, a recap of Mother's Day haps and mishaps. Alyssa Milano advocates a sex strike. And the always popular segment, People I Hate. All this and more on tonight's Brilliant Observations. So... It's Monday. Mother's Day was yesterday. Wait, before we get started, I just have a quick question for you and the listeners and anybody who might be on our live streamy thing. If you're going to get a massage, do you shower before the massage or after? After. Both. Wait. Or both. Wait. Yeah, both with two S's. I don't know that I've ever... I'm, I got to think about this because I don't know that I've ever had a massage. Wait, wait, what? But I think, I, I, I don't think I would think about it far enough in advance where like, if I hadn't showered in three days, I would definitely do it before and then wait a day for like the lotion to sink in and then shower. Rashida says both. Yeah, you gotta Whoa. do both. I, I, I don't know, even know how to take that apart. If I haven't showered for three days, it's still ringing in my ears and then lotion sinking in for a few days is still ringing in my ears. Okay, not too many days. Okay, okay. So like, let's just say I showered on, like, for example, I'll shower tomorrow and then I'll probably shower Thursday morning because I'm going on an airplane. So let's just say I had a massage booked for Friday, okay? I would do the shower on Thursday do the massage on Friday and then probably not shower again until Saturday or Saturday night because I would want the lotion to seep in on my skin a little bit and not wash it off right away. Depending on what kind of massage I got, I guess. Well, for me, I don't want anybody, I, I don't want to put anybody through a massage or anybody have to touch my body unless it's completely clean. I'm All right. It's clean. bad. Yes. It's bad enough. They have to touch my body. Stop. All right. So, but the fact is if they had to touch my body and there was a, slight odor or maybe a musk that I don't want to put them through that. So what I would do is I would take a shower, spritz a little bit of, of, you know, the good stuff, the good stuff around. And then I would go. And then afterwards, John, John juice, John, John juice, John, John juice sometimes would come after. No, I'm just kidding. I don't get those happy ending ones. So if there was any John, John juice, you would get a shower afterwards. I think you threw me with your answer, Jess. Yeah, I was going to mock my spouse for showering this morning and getting what we call physical therapy, which is a massage, and then showering afterwards because you're like just a slippery dude afterwards. I mean, you're covered in these oils and it's great while it happens, but you can't just slip off the furniture like that. That's ridiculous. You can't. I just thought of an interesting question to ask you guys about Mother's Day and we did not plan it, but can I do it or not? Sure. Sure. Claro. Okay, I would like to know from the two of you, what thing did you inherit from your mother that you wish you didn't? Stop it. And what thing did you wish you did inherit from her? That's what this whole fucking podcast is about for me. Like, why don't you go look in our back catalog? And no, see? no, I know. But I mean, like, okay, but like, I've never heard you say like, I'm so glad I have my mom's whatever. It's personality, but she doesn't know it. No, it's not. You've no, never met her not. mother. Um, I hear stories. I've heard stories. It needs to be fables. experienced firsthand, I assure you. Yeah. Um, John, you she go. She is not her mama. Not her mama. The one thing I'm glad that I have for my mother is her personality. I have her sense of humor. I have her quick wit. And I have her ability to uh, listen to other people and not get flustered. That I have from her. Uh, what I okay. did not want from my mother is kind of like the addictive personality that she had. You know, hmm. there's an addictive side of her. And you know what? It's on my father's side, too. So just not hers. But I, if I could have just had, like, half the addictive personality from my father's side. I'm just saying. You gave me a choice. I'd rather not her have her addictive side of her personality. But I love having her sense of humor. That's cool. I like that answer. Okay, for me, yeah. I would say um, our personalities are very different, even though she was, like, a very sassy lady. But we're just sassy in different ways. So... I mean, if I inherited that, then I'm grateful that I did. Also, she has really neat green eyes that as, and my grandmother too, where as we get older, they turn more and more green and then yellow. So I kind of think that's cool. I like having green eyes. I've always liked having green eyes. I've always said my dad's eyes were like shit brown. So I'm glad I inherited that. And then um, my mom had this cool trick where she could go like this with one eyebrow and then the other eyebrow. And I've always wanted to be able to do it. 
but I can't do it. It's like one and then the other, but without winking. It's just like she would go one and then she would go. I can't do the left one. I can only do the right. Honestly, it looks like somebody's sticking a digit in you when you do that. <laughs> All of a sudden, I can do it. Just thinking about that. <laughs> All right. That was a good visual. No. So, um, yeah, I really wish I could do that. And something I inherited her that I wish I didn't. This was your question. I can't believe you don't have an answer for it. Because I was more interested in your answers. I didn't think about my own fucking answer. All right. Well, why don't we come back to you uh, and let have Melissa and then we'll if once you figure it out. Um, I think my answer is the same for both. I would say, um, a yeah, a penchant for getting fluffy. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Genetics. Right. Um, the, my answer is kind of the same for both. I am thrilled and upset that I inherited the grammar police gene that I correct everybody's grammar. And it's not good half the time and it's wonderful the other half the time so it goes no i'm grateful for it it goes <laughs> nobody's grateful i inherited that but you know if you were my kid and writing a paper or my husband sending a very specific email and he turns to me and says this doesn't look right what's wrong with it and i can tweak it and make it grammatically correct yeah that's that's something that works for and against i did think about something you know i'm a i'm the first one to complain about the matriarch current of my family, mm -hmm. as you both well know. But today, or the other day, I had ordered labels for my kids for camp for their clothes. And I thought, when I was going to overnight camp, my mother sewed on by hand, by feet, I mean, I don't know what I was, why I had to say by hand, by foot, a, a label with my name on it in every single article of clothing that I owned. Not ironed it on. She sewed a label on everything I owned. Wait, you, we had to do that for camp. Yes, and that's what she did. And the last few years, I've been putting initials in Sharpie on the tags of my kids' clothes. You know, they have totally different labels now that they didn't have before. My mom used to iron them, and they would always curl up and peel and itch the fuck out of you. But now they're stickers. I just ordered them. Yeah, they're amazing, dude. Yeah, I ordered they're them so from... so good. You don't have to iron. You don't have to sew. Nothing. And they go right in the laundry. I ordered them from Label Daddy. That's where I got them this time. They're just little labels, first, last name, stick them right in there, and they stay forever. They go through the laundry. It's perfect. But I realized there was a time where she did, like, above and beyond. Like, she did the right thing. It wasn't always the shitstorm I take such pleasure in telling you about every single week. My there mom was a great cook. She was crafty. She mm -hmm. beaded. She did needlepoint and fucking cross stitch. It would have been cool if I'd have gotten any one of those. Oh. Not even just a skill. Just the desire to do it would be nice. Yeah. But I don't even have that. Like, I'm not interested. I wonder why that is. No, as long as you're not interested. It's not like you're interested and you just don't have that skill set. Speaking of I think mothers. Those skill sets are learned. That's all. Speaking of mothers, Jess, how was your Mother's Day? It wasn't the horror show that it normally is. So there's that. It was not terrible. They let me sleep until noon. I, I, I'm sorry. I think I just stroked out. What the fuck did you just say? Scott was like, I was like, yeah, you're just gonna, you're gonna let me sleep in right. He's like, yeah, I'll let you sleep in a couple hours. I'm like, great. Then my phone rings at fucking noon. He was like, I'm not sure you want to sleep anymore. Cause like, you're gonna have a hard time falling asleep. And I was like, you let me sleep till. And it was like, I could have gone another five hours. I was that de like depleted wow. from sleep. I was so tired all last week. I, could, I didn't sleep very well. So clearly I needed it. And like, and, and I Isaac let you sleep until noon. Oh, he bothered Scott like nobody's business. Like every, for the last hour, Scott said every 30 seconds he wanted to come up and like wake me up, but he wouldn't let me. Well, you're his favorite toy. I am his favorite. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the day was, uh, I, I, the rest of the day, it's like no one told Isaac like the concept of Mother's Day because his whole thing was let me see how much I can touch and how many times someone will say no to me and for me not to listen. He was so bad. He was so bad all day. I guess he thought he let you sleep that long. Mother's Day to me is, are so there bad. are there days that set you up to let you down? Well, if you have a toddler, every day is that day. <laughs> no, I mean, are there are there holidays? Are there like, there's so much hype in it and it's such a hallmark holiday and it's such a, 
there's so much built into it with the, did you send your mom flowers and candy? And it's like Valentine's Day just for your mom. But it just, I feel like it's just waiting to let you down. There's no way it could just be a great Mother's Day. You know what? Um, I st- after my mother died, I stopped having any expectation of Mother's Day. So not feeling suicidal is a good Mother's Day. Oh, honey. Well, I have no mom and I lost honey. my daughter. So it's like not my favorite day. At least you guys get the good day. We get Father's Day. Sometimes I have to spend time with people who don't enjoy their mother or their daughter's company. And that makes me all, that makes me suicidal. It makes me want to never participate in Mother's Day ever, 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 ever again. It makes me crazy. Well, this took a turn. Huh? I said, well, this took a turn. So, well, wait. So I'm just saying like, but that's not the day I think you're, so like, if you don't have good expectations in Mother's Day, I think you're okay. I think the days that are the worst are like birthdays and Valentine's Day. Those are the shit storms that can't ever be perfect. Father's Day, they should just wipe right off the calendar. Father's Day is a grilling day. Father's yeah, day. Father's Day is a grilling day. It's Father's Day is day. about grilling, ties, and farts. What's maybe, wrong with that? Okay. Maybe washing a car for dad or or cards, ties. Yes, cards about cards about paying for things. Cards about farting. Terrible ties. Some ugly socks and a big ass steak. How is that a bad holiday? Mm, I, I don't know where you're having Father's Day. With my father. Yeah, that's not happening here. <laughs> With my father. That was and then very usually, cute. usually, if there's any grilling to be done, I have to do it. So during yeah, Father's Day, it. I have to grill my own steak on Father's yeah. Day. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's great. That's how that works, though. Well, wait a minute. The whole father's point is that the dudes is like friggin- to do the grilling, don't they? How is Father's Day every friggin' day? This is this is what I love. Women, <laughs> Amy. Women love to sit there and just Work, be such yeah. the victim. Ugh, I can't stand it. Right, because women don't have anything to complain about. Oh, well, I guess they do because that's all they do, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. That's a really smart thing to say on a podcast mainly hosted by two women who, like, It doesn't bother me. Here's the thing. Whenever you're, listen, this is how you know when your significant other stops listening to you. You ask him to repeat it back. And he says, I know what you said. You said that I never pick up my clothes. And then when I go into the bathroom, blah, 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 blah. When he starts blah, 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 that's when he just, like, click. And shuts it off. And you know why we shut it off? Because you're obnoxious? No, because we don't want to go to jail for murder. That's why we have the ability to shut it off. So here's what I got for Mother's Day this year, friends. I got from my husband. They are called... Stressicles. Stressicles. They are stress balls (laughs) attached... They are testicles that you squeeze when you are stressed out. Do they come with a belt so you can put them in your pants and like squeeze your balls like a man? Because that would be cool. They I are stressicles. So in case I, I ever that. get stressed, wait, but that is not all that I got for Mother's Day. Also from my husband and obviously a very bored day on Amazon. <laughs> I also got this guy who... What the fuck is that? A worm? Is that the SpongeBob worm? He's a what penis. What the fuck is a big penis? <gasps> it is a, it's not just a big penis. It's a stuffed big penis with a Did face. Did he give you that in front of your children? Wait, wait, wait. It's supposed to be a neck pillow no. for when I fly. <laughs> no, it could. No, it's not. Oh, my no, God. It is supposed to be. He thinks you're going to take that on an actual airplane with strangers. This is one of the softest things I've ever owned in my life. That's not saying much for a dick pillow. But I got to tell you, look, it's got a um, foreskin pocket in case there's something you want to carry on board that you don't want anyone to see. What would you put on the fo- what would you put in the foreskin pocket? I don't know. Look at that thing. Your phone? Let me just uh, I don't think my phone would fit in there. It's not that big of a what foreskin. What does fit in a foreskin? A toothpick? Mm. Ew, ow, what? I'm just thinking of tiny things. Like what's tiny? So this is my new buddy. This Uh, is my new podcast. A bobby pin. A bobby pin. You know what you should do is next time you go on a plane, say, I'm really, really nervous. You put that thing around your neck and you get your testicles thing out and you start squeezing them to release tension. And then see if you could get someone to take a picture. Amy knows exactly what I'm saying. Happy Mother's Day. Here's a soft penis, you know, for travel. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. I have a, uh, I already have a penis for travel. I don't need that. <laughs> Thank you very much. She I'm has good. several. 
Then there was one more gift, and the last gift, which was the less funny, but turned out to be just as fun. <laughs> yes, everybody wants to sit next to me on the plane with those things. Um, turned out it was supposed to be the serious gift, but turned out maybe to be the funniest of the three. My husband ordered a canvas. He took a picture of the a family picture of us, and he put it on a canvas. And which is, let me start by saying, it is so lovely and so thoughtful, that and lovely. that's all I've. Right? It's all I've ever wanted in a gift was something that was thought out. It was a thoughtful gift. It was wildly on sale, which is even better. Um, and the issue, well, wait, the issue became the fact that my husband, like most men, believe that bigger is better. Oh. See, I knew there was a butt oh, coming. Oh, no. Oh, no. I knew there was a butt coming. Anybody want to oh, guess no. how big this fucking canvas is? It's got to be at least. Three foot by three foot? Four. Four yes. by four? It's like four feet <laughs> by three feet. It is a monster. It is a monster. I think his head is bigger on the canvas than it is in real life. And yes, it's just like the Shit's Creek family oh portrait God. big. Yes, it is enormous. And which means... Enormous. Enormous. Which means every bag, every line, every... Every single flaw is just magnified larger than life. That's the problem. Boy. So where do you hang a picture of yourself that's bigger than you are? <laughs> what do you do? Where do you put it? Not in your bedroom. I say you put that thing right in the foyer. Yeah, I was going to say, what about the hallway or like... So like if a burglar breaks basement. in, they think that there's actually people standing there looking at them. <laughs> I'm guessing it won't Giant. fit in the bathroom. Giants standing there, not just people standing there. Giants. <laughs> you know, Broken. if he that's pretty bad. You should have just had your photo touched up so you didn't see all the. Amy bags wants and the to know if it's Shit's Creek family portrait big. Remember how big that fucking thing was? Like, it like it stood next to them and it was their height. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it sure is. Um, it oh is. God. It is just. It is just as big. And I will try to take a picture for you, and I will try to post it for you on. Brilliant Observations Instagram. So once I have it hung, um, or if I can distract Stuart from hanging it, now that he's heard me say that, I don't think I'll have luck. But once it's hung, Stuart's like, what about the dining hung. room? Hung. Um, how about the dining room? Like, nobody's going to want to eat in a room with us staring at them in two separate places. <laughs> you know, we should do a drinking game with the watchers where every time we say something with a double entendre, they have to do a shot. Or we have to do a shot. Or somebody should do a shot. Full disclosure, I've I've started drinking tonight. So yeah, shot. was it because of the portrait? Uh no, it's because I tried a, a new special drink that I've made. Um, I got which a pretty was little necklace. Okay. Delicious. Oh, is that what you got for Mother's Day? I got a pretty little mom necklace, and it's a heart, heart with a mom on one side, and then the three little schnoodles on the other side. Um, I got a heart and then did I get something else? Flowers. I always get flowers. I love getting flowers from Mother's Day. Well, your husband picks out stunning flowers. That was a he conflict. Does. That was a conflict I had. I was sending my mother flowers. I was sending it. Well, this is a longer story. I sent them and they didn't get there. So I have to deal with flowers for you or something oh, tomorrow. No. Oh, tomorrow. No. But um, I should have done it today. That's a bummer. But, so I'm going to pick out flowers, and your husband just has incredible taste. And my mother loves yellow roses, and I don't. And I saw these beautiful arrangements online. I said, this one is good. No, Melissa, don't send her what you think is beautiful. Send her what she thinks is beautiful because it's for her. And that was hard for me to do, but I made the right decision, and, and they still didn't get there. So I need Scott to- likes calyx. We always do calyx flowers, C-A-L-Y-X. Yeah, I've seen the pictures you've posted. If that's where he gets them, maybe I will- That's where he gets them. They're beautiful. This time around, though, he's also done Amazon Bloom, like Bloom from Amazon, and those have come out very nice as well. I think I looked on Bloom. I think, Did you? I think, yeah, I think- Blue something blooms. That explains oh. so much. Yellow roses mean jealousy. Just saying. I thought they meant friendship. I don't know what they mean, but I know they're her favorite, and that's what I sent her. Uh, and I saw these gorgeous, like, purples, whatever. I saw beautiful things, and I said, fuck it. I'm giving her what she likes and not what I like. And, yeah, so yesterday we went to P.F. Chang's for a meal. 
and noonish meal. I suppose you call that lunch. And it was delightful. And there's really only one thing I love there. I think I've discussed it with you. They have shrimp dumplings. Well, we've been there together many times. They have shrimp dumplings there that it's like the mama bird chewed up the shrimp <laughs> and then spit it out. Into a perfectly cut noodle of, of angelic excellence. And then they slowly pan fried it to the perfect yeah. crisp. So there's no, it's almost like you don't need to chew. It just melts in your mouth and it's just joy. So that's what I ordered. Joy. And my question for you, joy. My question for you is, who eats the last dumpling? Like, I'll be honest. Everybody had one. I had a second because they are my favorite. And to be honest, it was my lunch. And then, and then my kid ate it. He just didn't even look around like it. How do you, what do you do with the last dumpling on the plate? Do you just eat it? Do you go full force? Yeah. Yeah. First Honestly, one down, best one fed. If you're a teenage boy, I feel like food, it's almost as if you're like a magnet to which food cannot help but attract itself to your face. And almost as <laughs> and like, you, like you could just walk down the street and it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You have to turn your head to get it in your mouth every time. You can't even help yourself. On the other hand, why do your children not have the sophistication of knowing you don't eat the last dumpling on fucking Mother's Day? Like, what the actual F? Well, here's Fuck. the question. Who's supposed to eat the last dumpling? Let's forget the about mommy. it. Whoever or Actually, whoever ordered the dumpling should be the person to eat the dumpling. Whoever said, do you guys want dumplings? That's the person that gets the last fucking dumpling in any situation. It's only right. I have very strong feelings about this. I didn't even know that I had. I have so many feelings. Why not order two orders of dumplings so there's enough for everybody? Why is that necessary? They're not fighting over the last dumpling. Because they're fighting over the last dumpling. We did. We tried the meat dumplings and the shrimp, which everybody knows I worship. There's no way any of my three children would eat the last dumpling that that are my favorite on Mother's Day unless he was blind and deaf. There's no excuse for this behavior, I tell you. No excuse. Well, we Gentiles, we all order our own appetizers, so we don't have to get into this thing of sharing. And in our house, we used to have a prayer before our meal, and it was in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Whoever eats the fastest gets the most. Amen. So that's, oh. what we, that's how we handled it. We would all order our own appetizers. So if you wanted the shrimp dumplings, order yourself some shrimp dumplings and have all of them instead of sharing them. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Is that a Jewish thing, sharing? I can't believe that's a concept for you. Yes, it is. Well, I think that every Jewish family has a specific way of ordering and eating Chinese food. So like... So like when we would go have Chinese food with my dad's side of the family, I think like four or five adults would pick out a dish. My uncle would just flat order soups for everyone, flat order like some egg rolls and like ribs or whatever. And then we'd pick out a few things. It would all go on a giant. I know, right? It would all go (laughs) on a huge lazy Susan in the middle. And then you just turn it slowly. And if you can, you know, grab a spoon, stick on your plate, and then it'll keep going around. Grab a spoon, stick on your plate. Keep going around. It was perfect. It's the perfect way to do Chinese food. And John, in your family, you'd get a fork stab to the hand if that happened. You, you guys each get your own dish and that's all? You don't get to sh- taste all the things? I mean, if there's any left over and you want to try it, that's fine. But we all order our own what? thing. Like, yeah, if I, even now we order Chinese food. I order, if everybody wants dumplings, we get three orders of dumplings. If someone wants egg rolls, they get an egg what? roll. Yeah, why am I going to sit there now? Now I have to be, now I'm being shamed over a dumpling when there's this extra dumpling on there. I can't, well, I don't know. I, I do know that whenever we, and even when we do it with non-Jewish friends, like we usually, one, each person will get their own dish and then you take what, put up whatever on your plate and then you just pass them around usually. Yeah. I, I thought that was That's normal. That's what we did when we, just nobody's, when we went out. Nobody's hand fork stabbing when I eat Chinese food. Nobody's like possessively angry over their fucking mugu guy pan. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, we all get our own entree, and then if somebody wants to try a little bit, you try a little bit. But I mean, but who can eat a whole pint of fucking chicken and broccoli by yourself? You'll rock it to the moon with that shit. This you gotta, guy? A 15-year-old boy can. Okay, sure. right, because it's being sucked into his face without his fucking consent. Right. That's right. What, <laughs> can't right. even help it. Correct. And what's the best part of the dumpling? The sauce that you dip it into. Yeah, I wouldn't best. know. My son ate them all. He screwed me. You know what? Isaac? Isaac's favorite for Chinese food is dumplings now. 
Yeah, he, they're, he, they're he delightful. Used to be one, he wants dumplings and wonton soup, so he wants wontons and wontons for yeah, dinner. That's he sure all he does. wants. Yeah, Sounds he sure great. Yep. You should take him to Chinatown for dim sum. He would just sit there and eat everything in a no, noodle. No, because, you know why? Because I can't, I cannot stomach the smell, nor watching the other people eat dim sum without wanting to be sick. I cannot. I have done it so many times with Scott. Scott and Nate. First of all, Scott's favorite is dim sum. He has taken me a billion times. He's taken me and Nate and Emily a billion times. And I, every time they're like, oh, you'll find something. They have fried rice. No, it's all disgusting and nauseating. I am American Chinese food all the way. I cannot deal with fish sauce and fucking everything. I can't handle it. I don't want to see a duck smiling at me upside down. I don't <laughs> I like any of that. shaving any meat in front of me. No. Maybe, maybe a gong. I'll take I a want gong. Some, I want some MSG. Oh, no. On the side. On the side. Peking duck. They hit the gong and then they feed you your Peking duck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He just like, I just feel like why does dim sum have to be? It's like they teased us into thinking that Chinese food is this like wonderful thing. Then you go get it to be authentic. And it's like, what more slimy substance could we possibly? Can we pour worm slime on top of the chicken and then add octopus that's still crawling on top of it? <laughs> okay. No. So that, so that was my one meal, and we didn't get the other meal. We oh. did a family movie night instead. We watched uh, Just Go With It, the Adam Sandler movie with Jen Aniston. I love that movie. Yeah, it was super cute. Our whole family enjoyed it. It was adorbs. But we've seen it in 17 car- incarnations now. 17, every movie he does is really the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just as delightful each of the 17 times. Mother's Day is a problem food-wise because... You can't go out to brunch because the service is going to be terrible because everyone and their mother literally is at brunch. Right. You have to wait first. It's the wait before the Even if you have a reservation, it's not going to be the best service or the best food because they're making it in mass quantities. Same with dinner. You can't go out to dinner. So then this year we thought, well, we'll be smart. We'll order it in. That was not smart. It was so terrible. It was so, so terrible. The food was like, some of it was underdone. Some of it was overdone. The only thing to do is do a Father's Day and just cook. Yeah, at home. Yeah, I get that. That's it. That's so I, I got these gifts for Mother's Day, and I had this this conversation with you guys a little bit earlier, but I can say thank you easily, but if you say thank you in a grander way, do you get a thank you note for your thank you? What? What is that? Is that some <laughs> kind of meta? So... We are trying to sell an apartment that we own, our place in Florida, if anybody's interested in moving to Fort Myers. Uh, we've got a delightful condo. Um, and the we rented it. So people who are in there, we've said to them, we're going to have people coming through. Can you try to keep the, the realtors talk to them? They've done an amazing job. They were so kind. We sent them one of uh, John's favorite Junior's cheesecakes as a thank you for... Yay. Not complaining. Juniors. Yeah. Now we're doing ads for them. Um, not complaining for leaving it spotless and just being great renters. And I don't know that they got it, right? I don't know that they got this cheesecake because I certainly don't expect a thank you for our thank you. I mean, I was sending you something to th- – it's like a catch-20. Like you're caught in this in this circle of thank yous. And it reminded me of, you know, that aunt that she sent you a like $9 check and you're like, yeah, I got it. I'm I'm 10 years old. I got your $10 check, $1 for every year I've been on the planet. And you have to write a thank you note. And when you don't write it within, I don't know, 48 hours, she calls your mother and gives her shit about how, well, how am I supposed to know you got it? You didn't say thank you. And, and it's, it's painful. So I didn't know they got the cheesecake that we sent, but then I felt as petty as that aunt who needed a thank you note for a $10 check. So I have a question. You didn't deliver the cheesecake. You didn't have somebody that delivered the cheesecake. When you sent the cheesecake, doesn't it have a thing that you can track the cheesecake to see if it got there? Yeah, that's called tracking number in any mail that you send. Well, I didn't send it. It was sent from Juniors, but... Um, well, but still, you should get like a... Your package has arrived, right? Or no? Yeah, you can check to see if it got there. I That's didn't not get the that point. from Juniors. She's making a point, which is, if someone sends you something, I don't think... If, I am not a thank you card person because I am not a card person because I feel like they just... The greeting card industry is just killing all the trees. This is the hippie thing that I don't like. I do not like cards. I don't like saving cards. I don't know what to do when someone sends me a card. How long am I supposed to save it? What's the what's the st- statute of limitation on cards? Like, I don't know. So I just don't want to have anything to do with them. But a text I like, like a 
uh, I got the cheesecake, you're the tits. Like, that would have been cool. Anything would have been cool except, like, not acknowledging that you got a Junior's cheesecake, which, by the way, aren't cheap. Right. Not a right. cheap cheesecake, as we know. Right. So, yeah, I think not saying something is very rude. But when Emily died and everyone sent me things, I, I could not send one thank you. I kept a list. I still have it. And I actually do still have every single card that was written to me because I'm not sure that I ingested one word of it. I just went, that person's so sweet. And then I put it away because I couldn't deal with it. So how long is the statute of limitations for thank you notes? Like someday when I'm 80, should I go back through that and be like, you are so sweet. My daughter died 50 years ago. That was beautiful. I too have a girlfriend who lost her daughter last year. It's actually been a year and she had cards made. She had a stock and she just sent them out every time something came in. But it mm-hmm. took, I mean, she, in the end, she just did a generic, I don't know how you even get through that. You, I think that's a different case than a, did you get the cheesecake? Did you get my $10 check? Like, I think that's a different, a different sitch. Well, you know yeah, how I-, I feel about cards. The statute of limitations are from the time I take it out of the mailbox till the time I throw it in the trash. My grandmother always did the, did you get my $20 check? Because you haven't cashed it. I'm like, for the last 15 years, I've been like, right, I didn't cash it because I don't go to the bank now. Well, don't you have that thing on your phone where you take, take a, picture a picture of the front and the take a picture I of the back? I do now. 15 years ago, I did not. 15 years ago, you had a debit card, but you still had to go to the bank to cash the freaking checks. And you so had to you do just a deposit. What would you do with the and, check? And drive through and the whole thing. I just never do it. Like, I just don't. I haven't. And I'm at the point now. And actually, I even said to her, I have not even written a check. I mean, this is the premise of like one of our shows, John, we did for Off in the Weeds. Like when my, when my mother-in-law asked me for a stamp. And she's like, how do you send checks? Oh, I'm like, I fucking me? don't. I don't oh. send checks. I don't, I don't even know where my checkbook is. Do I even have one? I don't know. We still write checks. We still need to write checks. Checks are something you absolutely still need in life. Why? I write one check a month for rent for my house that I have to give to my uncle. We walked into a college Bank planning transfer. session. You have to write a check. There are things that you have to write a check for in the world. I'm not saying... Your your mortgage or whatever, everything else is done in banking, but people in the world require checks still. Fuck those also, people. also in the world, still killing there's, trees. There's a young lady named Alyssa Milano. Oh boy! Some of you may remember her. Some of you may remember her from Who's the Boss, where she was a delightful teenager of a house cleaning father who worked for Judith Light. Blah blah blah. Then some of you may know her as a an in public. Uh, nursing mother who who wanted to remove the stigma from a very natural process and and was on the front line of of public breastfeeding, which was terrific. She was the face and shall I say the breast of the movement. Well, she likes that spotlight because she's coming out again as a third or fourth state passes tragic fucking stupid legislation she thought she'd follow it up with i can't i don't even want to throw out the judgment because i'm going to let john do that um a movement to if men are going to decide if legislators i wouldn't even say men if legislators are going to decide how women's bodies are handled and treated then Alyssa milano would like you to take the power back and stop having sex until women women regain the power over their own bodies can you can you hear John's wheels turning and turning and turning right now? Because I love he's this turning so much. And turning. I love this. She is so stupid. And this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. So here's the tweet. Can we love sex and fight for our bodies? Yes, we can love sex right? and fight for our bodies. There are a lot of alternatives to cis men. Protect your vaginas, lady. Men in positions of power are trying to legislate them. They are, John. You can... Hashtag sex strike. Well, okay. Well, that's where I draw the line because... Most married married guys are like, yeah, go ahead. Take some more away. What, are you going to take away my birthday, Christmas? Like, what the hell? Well, the reason I was not a fan of her sex strike, I am a fan of acting on going counter to this movement of taking women's reproductive rights and rights over their own body away. But... I think saying you should strike means that, A, you're using sex as a weapon. B, 
Like that's never been done before that's by women. That's the part I didn't like. That she's encouraging people to abstain to punish someone. Like, well, you're you. punishing yourself. It, it yeah. also makes it sound like sex is just for him. It's for her. Why should I starve myself of pleasure? Because some old men legislating. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous. I mean, it's a nice thought of do something, strike. Yeah, that's great, but not that way. That's not the way to do it. Go, John. Best part about this is what she's preaching is abstinence which would create less unwanted pregnancies, which would request, which would make their need for an abortion less likely. So by having abstinence, you wouldn't have unwanted pregnancies, so you wouldn't need an abortion. So it's problem fixes itself. She's such an idiot. So that's number one. Number two, she said, when she says, protect our vaginas, ladies, men are in position of power. This is, even, this is how it even gets better. Someone tweets back to her, not all ladies have vaginas. Some have penises. It's hard to put cis so before true. the ladies. It's not so true. Oh, my God. Okay, whatever. So go out. So you can't have sex with a cis man, but you can have one with a transgender woman or man, right? You could have one with that. Or you could have because a gay women? sex. I, I, this makes no sense. You want me to explain this? No, but what I would, would like you to explain is people that you hate. The people that I hate. Ugh. All right, we're gonna this week's segment. Okay. People that I hate. This is, John this is brought how, a. Yeah, this is how Melissa gets me to calm down. So the people that I hate are those that ask for your advice, right? You take the time, you give them the advice, and then they ignore the advice. Ouch! All right, and then a couple months later, someone else tells them the exact same thing that you've told oh, them. No. They come back to you and go, you know what? And they tell you your advice back to them like some, like the Messiah himself came down off the mountain and gave them this unbelievably thoughtful thing or, or solved this problem. And what did you say when they did that? Did you say, that's a great idea. I wish I had thought of that and told you that two months ago. I just want to throat punch them because <laughs> I'm like, if you were to listen to me two months ago, there's a name for that. I'm trying to think what it's called. Oh, you're an asshole. You're an asshole where it's what you do is you ask somebody something, they give you the advice, and then you just do what you were going to do anyhow. So why even bother bothering me with your asking for advice? And they call that an asshole. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Look it up. Yeah, I, I don't. It's the I give you advice and you don't listen and then you can still complain about the same thing. And I'm wondering if I've been guilty of that at any point. But I don't really ask people for advice. Uh... I don't really ask people for advice. No. The difference is, Melissa, that you have problems that are not difficult to solve. So it kind of invites people to give you advice, which you then don't take. Right. But I didn't ask for the advice. Yes. Unsolicited True. advice pour, pours my way that I ignore. Yes. Right. That's it, a different it, story. It yes. Because, well, because you seem to have these things where you're just like, I mean, I had my own times where I've been like, well, do you want this result to be this? And you say no. And then I tell you what things need to happen to have the result you want. But then it still doesn't happen. Are you talking about my scarves again? Yes, I am talking yeah. about your scarves, but also this podcast. I mean, other things, too. ADHD in general or we have friends. Yes, that's true. Actually, we have friends who are trying to organize their lives and it's incredibly overwhelming it because is. there are so many aspects of your life, be it um, work and family and house and home and children's lives. And, and that comes in 17 aspects, especially when your kids get to an age where it's not just they play this sport this season. Like it's college and it, it's a ton of things. And my only advice from somebody who is not even close to in that situation or or appropriately giving advice is one bite at a time. Pick one thing at a time. And but you can't do that when you have three podcasts and a women's event in the fall. I can't do one bite at a time. I have to do like seven or eight bites a day or I don't get anything done. Oh, I just got a brilliant idea. Just give me a second. Well, this is brilliant observations. Give so me a second. Perfect place. I have to make a tweet. Dear men, apparently we are under attack by women that don't want to have sex with us anymore. What we need to do is stop taking out the garbage. 
No more shall we remove the trash from the house. We will not walk it from the kitchen out to the can, and we will not walk the can out to the curb. Can we remove Just, the garbage from the Wait a minute, I'm not done. Hold on. If this doesn't work, always look up the washy-washy place around the corner where the owner of the Patriots goes. Jess, I heard that they are doing a live episode of All in the Family, followed by a live changing, Hold on. Episode. Why do we keep changing the fucking subject before I get a chance to talk about one of them? That's the third time now. Which one did you want to talk about? Any of them. Taking out the trash? Go ahead, Jess. What is even happening on this show today? Make a tweet. I am taking John off of the Alyssa Milano sex topic as okay, often as I can. Okay, we didn't even get to can. talk about the organizational thing, and now you're on to the next fucking thing with all in the family. I'm sorry. I had a thought. You know how I am. I jump right in and talk over people when I tweet. <laughs> That's how I do things. I'm sorry. Don't, don't make me unwrap my stressicles. Listen, Jessica, you have the floor. Go you ahead. keep petting that penis like... It's like every time I pop over between, sometimes I'm looking on the Facebook page and sometimes I'm looking over here. And once, one, you know, there's been three times now where I've looked at one of them and you've been petting the penis. And I was like, did I miss that? I do like penises. Was she, was she, <laughs> <laughs> she's doing that live? Like How did that even happen? <laughs> I want to talk about the organization thing just for a second because yeah. I got an iPad Pro. So first, my therapist told me, you've got to start organizing because your life is falling apart. And this is how you're going to do it. You're going to get a paper notebook and you're going to write down, you know, you need a weekly planner, write down all your appointments for the week, write down what your to do's for the week and see what you can check off to get done both on a daily and a weekly basis. So I'm big like, fan. Cool. I'm a big fan. So of I'm that. like, cool beans. Let's do it. So I buy a notebook. I go to Borders and I get like a lectern notebook, you know, the kind with like the bullets or whatever, just or whatever just lines anything and i start mapping it all out and then my computer stops charging and i find myself at the apple store and lo and behold there's an ipad with a pencil and me i'm one of those chicks that feels like i can't be trusted with a notebook or anything paper because i will lose it forget it or not be able to you know or, or like not be able to read my writing or something so I think, oh, this is it. So like they have, they do have, you know, apps in there where you can make digital notebooks of the same exact thing. So I'm going to try and do that every day. And then I thought <laughs> I could just replace my whole computer with the iPad Pro. But I can't because, I mean, even though I worked on it for most of the day to day with no problem, the second I put it down here and started to try and record, I was like, oh, what am I going to record on? Derp. I don't have any quick time on here. I mean, I guess I could have Anyway, that left me naked. But so every day I'm going to go into my little planner. I'm going to write down my to do list. It also has places for like, I'm also going to use it to try and like make dinner every night, like put down. I know John's like, mm -hmm, she's going to be real organized. But See, like, that's what I mean by small bites. You are you are revamping your life by a notebook. We'll like see. small bites, make a list of 10 things that need to get done today. I was going to say five for me, but 10 for you because you have bigger bites. No, I mean, even five would be brilliant. Hey, dear so listener, just, dear listener, real quick in the chat, let's put the over and under on how long before Jessica loses that pen that comes with the uh, iPad Oh my Pro. God, I've already lost it twice. <laughs> There's my point. <laughs> I lost it in the couch once and once I had Isaac working on it. I I've can't have a notebook because I will lose a whole notebook. But let me get a little tiny pen that costs a lot of money. I should be able to hold on to that. Scraps of paper are way worse. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah. There was a time when I was using post-its <gasps> and my and I almost drowned in yellow paper. It was so many post-its and I would stick them all over like the like the screen here. It was a nightmare, dude. But but. I, you know, I've tried. Let's let's just take a. a I've tried Todoist. I've tried Asana. I've tried things for Mac. I've tried Google the Keep. You know, whatever they have. I've tried Apple Notes. I've tried. I mean, what else is there? I've fucking tried uh, Slack. Jerry's on here, and he said you need a therapist to tell you this, and he <laughs> wants to know. He wants you to know you might need a life coach instead. No, I don't need a therapist to tell me this. What I needed a therapist. To, well, I mean. It was just her beginning solution to me feeling like my life is controlling me instead of the other way around. And as I vented about it, she was like, well, you know, you're suffering from ADHD. I'm like, yeah, but I take medication. She was like, right, but 
you you have to take active steps to like organizing your life and then just see how it feels after that. See, the problem is she doesn't know you. Once she knows you, she will realize that you take no direction from anybody. You <laughs> do as you please. And then whatever thing, anything you start, you immediately stop in the middle of and you switch directions all the time. So it's just a big giant chasm of craziness. And until you lock in and start to, and making sure that you do something the same every time, this will continue. I can't believe that you didn't tell her that that wouldn't work. Oh, that's right. I don't know her. if it'll work. It's been a long time since I tried a, a, a paper notebook. The last time I did, I was working with Mark and it did kind of work. It kept me very honest about what I was getting done and what I was moving over to the next day. How much was that iPad Pro? That doesn't matter. That's not important. It does matter. It doesn't matter. It was uh, a, no, no, it was a it business does. expense. Please. Please humor me. How much was that iPad Pro? Do I have to look it up? That's not important. Not on okay, the I show look you it up. don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so look, it's it's small bites. It's I'm today I'm going to deal with house things. For for me, it's it's house things. Stuart almost lost his mind when he opened the refrigerator when he came home from Costco. He must have purchased like tons of shit. You can't go to Costco without bringing him tons of shit. He opens the refrigerator and he's like. What the fuck is going on in here? Like, what, yeah. is, is this old? Is this new? Like, do we? Is can, I have the same like, problem? I do it. Well, I do it twice a week, and it's still out of control. And let me just say for the record, I didn't buy the iPad Pro for the explicit purpose of taking notes. I bought it because I'm going. I'm traveling every month until October, at least one different conference or another. I want to be able to look at stuff and work on an airplane. I want to be able to sign people up for the conference on the fly, which I wouldn't be able to do on my computer. I want to be able to show people the website. You know, I want to be able to use it as a, a Vanna White thing as well as amuse myself as well as work. So it's multi-purpose. It's, I didn't just buy it so that I could have a fucking digital notebook. That's bonkers. It's funny that you brought up, uh, what's her name? Who did I bring up? The lady that turns the letters on. Uh, Vanna White. Vanna White. Vanna White. So it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, she... Even though she still has, she used to have to have her there to turn the letters. But it's been for years where the letters light up by themselves. So she just has to point to them. They don't even need her she anymore. She even saw on that but show. She's still there. Yeah, she's still she on the show. She doesn't still touch the corners and they light up. No, she they just still... light up and she just walks over. Maybe she pushes a button, but they only she put just... the button there because she's there. She's got to do something. What's your point exactly? Well, the going? thing about it is you didn't want to get a notebook because you were afraid to lose it. And you went out and bought an $800 iPad Pro. And you're not afraid to lose that that has a pen that's $125 to replace. I don't get it. And most of the stuff you could do on your phone. Because an iPad is just like a big giant phone. I no. like the notebook. I like the notebook. $1.60. No, I also want to be able to design stuff like graphics on the fly and shit like that. The letters light up before she even touches them. She's not even needed. And she just walks like, over and goes, she's Ooh, like, she touches something. them once they, she has to, they have to light up Amy Ooh, or otherwise she's not going to know which letter to touch. She can't go through all those letters in her head. First she's of all, white. she's been at it a long time. I bet she can. I don't you think, think she so. knows all the letters, Jess. You think she knows all I the letters? I think Vanna knows all the letters. Yeah, I do. I, don't know. I, don't I know. noticed that over the years, the camera view of her gets further and further back. Wonder why that she, is. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to join on while you trash a woman again saying. today. Well, you would think they would replace her with somebody that's a little bit give somebody else. Why? Because she's getting older. That's bullshit. Well, they really they didn't even have to use her. They could have just had anybody out there. They did have. She was anybody back when, and now she's How been doing it she for thirty years. Bitches. Right. She got herself a line of yarn. She's got herself a. She's. she's I thought you were going to say a line of pool boys because that would be cool. She doesn't. She probably has those too. She's an entrepreneur. Amy says she makes a point of saying she Wait, never Wait, how does your mother them. say it? Entrepreneur. 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 <laughs> entrepreneur. I love, it. I love yeah. it. Two more seasons. They'll be t photographing her from outside the studio. The back camera off. will be that far back. Back off. Speaking speaking of studios, I heard while listening to Jimmy Kimmel today that he and Justin Long Timberlake, uh, Jen Aniston's ex-boyfriend, yes, they got together and said, "I think we should do." You know how they have those musicals live on TV? Yes, they're going to do a live episode of All in the Family, followed by a live episode of The Jeffersons as a musical. No, oh. not as a musical, but a live, like wait, the way TV used to be. 
Oh, you know, I don't want to know the answer now, but as a kid, I always wanted to know why white people were called honky. Yeah, I don't really know that one either. Do we honk? Are we honky? I understood cracker because they were dry and salty. And white. But I didn't understand honky. Honky don't don't make sense to me. Right. But whatever. Uh, yeah, let us know. Or uh, I'm sure John was doing the research as we speak. No, I, I really, I don't care. Um, I think that would be very interesting. I think that huh. you could not do a traditional episode of either one of those shows today. I know that the, back then they were trying to show the blatant racism and small-mindedness and, you know, racial divide. And they and did a very good it. job of that. But I think Do you think now, they have to pick an episode now that's not as contra... Like, they have to pick There isn't an one. Episode. They will not be one. They can't. If you, don't do, if, you, if you don't do it the way it was done back in the 70s, don't do it. Because if you're worried about the, the pearl clutchers, then no, I don't, then don't should, do it. Yeah. You I don't, don't think, think they're they just can, taking all, the exact episode and the exact script? What Listen, if they did Sanford and Son? Would that uh, be appropriate? I mean, even that show would not be appropriate. Of course it would be because they're allowed to do that. They're allowed to do that because... Yeah, that would be great. That would yeah. be great. But it's also not a show... A lot of the jokes on those shows, just we can't say them anymore. Black or white. You, you, I mean, you can. You yeah, can, can say them. Sure, it's comedy. But, That's the thing about comedy. Do you know okay, Louis C.K. Watching is the back? comedy is different than going out of your way to display it again on with a modern twist. Some of that stuff I think just wouldn't fly now. Well, it's going to fly because they're doing it um, next week. That's very exciting. I like yeah, to I'm, see what how they excited. do it. Oh, Amy gave us the definition of honky. I don't An know if Urban I Dictionary. Know. Yeah, she gave us the link. I can't get to the link. You know how Amy? white I can hear myself say honky, and I'm like, oh, Amy honky. gave us a honky definition. Let's check honky. it out, shall we? I sound so white just saying that. All right, let's see. So that has to be like super interesting to see how they finesse that. Or I mean, they're they're not having randos in it. I said, what was it? Jamie Fox is is in the uh, Jeffersons episode. Oh yeah, he would be perfect. And. Uh, somebody just since you love to Google, can you use okay? The here Google? we go. Thank you. Um, white best. men wishing to hire African American prostitutes going to the appropriate part of town and honking their car horns to attract the prostitutes. So that's why they're called honking <laughs> because that's they would perfect. be honking at black women. There you go. Others say that since a few African Americans could afford cars, the honking signified a higher paying white person or client and they would quickly gain their attention. Oh. Or it could be come from honky tonk, which was used as early as 1875 in reference Bar. to wild saloons in the Old West. Can we just please use it as white guys going to the seedy side of town and honking at black hookers? Well, I'm going to be honest, it could never That's be my husband because my husband does not know how to use the horn in his car. He has never used it when I'm like, that asshole just cut you off. Hit the horn. He's like, oh, no, Melissa, we do not hit the horn. Unless so, it's a black prostitute. No, he does not ever use the horn. Unless it's a black prostitute. I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. That'll be very. <laughs> I want to know who's in it. Can you Google who's in it? Use oh. the Goog. Where do you use even find black prostitutes anymore? See, that's the problem. There's no more black prostitutes around. Yeah, John, that's the problem. It like, is. When you're editing, feel free to, you know, <laughs> scroll oh, yes, some this of this is the out. part I read. Woody Harrelson is Archie yes. Bunker. Because no one has seen him as a dipshit before. So why not choose him for it now? Um, actually, he does kind of look a little bit the part, only if they, like, fan out his hair all crazy. I'll tell you what. I dare anybody to go back and watch the old episodes of All in the Family and not right. laugh your ass off. So Jamie Foxx and Wanda Sykes will be George and Louise Jefferson. I love Wanda Sykes. Will Ferrell as Tom Willis, which, by the way, nobody is a more clueless white man than Will Ferrell than, well, than can John's play out. by Will Ferrell. I'm out. I'm not watching John's it. out. John's out. Oh, my God. He's going to be perfect as as Tom Willis because Tom, he was always that like. You know, if you have you oh, you haven't seen the movie Get Hard, but it's that same character where he's just like, I'm uh, too he'll legit overact. to quit. I'm he'll, too legit to quit. Right, he'll um, overact it. He'll be perfect. Ruin it. And no, then, uh, let's see. Uh, it's executive produced by Will Ferrell, Brett Miller, Adam McKay, Justin Theroux. Wait, I'm trying to see who else is going to be. Woody Harrelson is Archer. Or, oh, Marissa Tomei will be Edith. Edith. 
Easter egg. What? I, I'm excited. I just want to know what episode they could be picking. I, does it say? It's not an, obviously, it's not a new one. Ellie Kemper as Gloria. Perfect. I love Ellie Kemper. Who's playing Meathead? They should actually have the real guy. Who is playing Meathead? Have him say. play Meathead. I'm actually excited for it now. Let's have know. Rob Reiner actually re- go back and play Meathead. Dear listener, are you excited to see these? Are you horrified? Are you excited? What What are your thoughts and feels on the... They're just re- going to ruin it. I don't know that I'm excited. I'm very interested to see what happens. That should be very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'd love to. I want mm-hmm, to. Yeah. Show me. Show me. Because I, I don't know. I, I loved Archie. I really did. I wanted to educate him when I was younger. He was ridiculous and over the top. And I just wanted to say, no, why, why do you feel that? I wanted to take him out for with his lunch pail at, from work and, and educate him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of television and watching television, we got some feedback from one of our fans overseas. That's right. We have a fan who does not live in this country. And she wrote, should I do it in a British accent? Yes, I would love that. I don't know if I can do it without being offensive. Isn't but she American but moved over there? I have no idea. Can't we just yes, do it in a British accent, please? She's American. I've long suspected America is actually more obsessed with the royal family than the UK. I suspected this primarily on the inordinate amount of royal family gossip people in my family. All Americans know that I don't know and I live in the UK. Now I'm sure my suspicions were correct. I was listening to your latest podcast and you, you mentioned the birth of the royal baby. I actually had no idea till I heard your show late Friday night the baby had been born. I Googled it to see if it was true. Apparently it happened that previous Monday. I watched TV. I've read the news. I've gone about my life in London all week. I've lived here 11 years. All my friends are Brits. No one has mentioned it. The news didn't even cover it. Instead, I found out about it in an American podcast and that made me crack up. So basically... And the only reason I knew about it is, funny. Beca- is because of uh, I shake my head with Lisa and Sam were talking about it. Right. The Canadians are more into the royal family than the actual people in England, it seems like. Yeah, I don't believe completely that it wasn't on the news and it wasn't. It I, I definitely think it wasn't what she was watching. But I, I'm with you. I think that Americans disproportionately or disappropriately or weirdly enough are wildly interested. And maybe it's because we do not have, yes, no one cares. Um, we do not have royalty. So maybe that's the obsession. Maybe that's what we it do, is. We but, but they're dead. We don't. We, we don't. have royalty. We fought, no. we fought a war not to have royalty. Yes, we escaped royalty on right. porpoise. Don't be right. a killjoy. Don't be a killjoy. I mean, if you were to ask my kids who royalty is, they would probably tell you rap singers. So they have they have oh, a different right. a different idea. I was uh, I was actually out with someone, and somebody said to me, "I work." She volunteers at a, an old folks' home where her father was, who had passed Oops. away recently. So she still goes back and she sees all the people she saw when her dad was there, and really? she says, and she says uh, they play music from the 40s and the 30s and the 20s. And it it hits part of their brain that had been asleep for a very long time. And it brings back all these memories and it brings back all these things. She said, this generation, what are you going to play for them that's going to have nostalgia and, and hit those parts of the brain that have been asleep for years? What's going to be their awakening do you remember that movie, Awakening? Yeah, which, yeah. wait a minute, which age group are you talking about now? My kids, your kids. John, what about your kids? What are they going to, they're going to be, the dementia is going to hit, they're, they're all, the, all the little nooks and crannies of their brain, half are going to be sleeping, and some younger person's going to go into the home and put on what that stimulates part of their brain? Mama's got a booty, go pow, pow, pow. I mean, is, is that what? just... Does that not just say everything about their generation right there? I mean. How about uh, she's a gold digger? That would be a good one. Right? Something by Kanye? That's more our generation than it is our kids. Our kids are F this, F that, N-word. I mean, they're just so far past. That's what I get a kick out of my kids when they start playing their music. And I listen to the music and I hear the lyrics. And I was like, if I said that to you. You would say that I was misogynistic, racist, homophobic, and everything, but you're you not a cool R&B it, rapper. You, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it kind of matters. Matter. No, it Context does not. is everything. No, it's not. It's no one should be. I mean, no one should be sending that message that Stop women are balls, Melissa. Women are hoes. If you don't want to be treated like hoes, women then object are to hoes. it. What did you just say? If no. you don't want to be treated like hoes, then object to it everywhere. Not you know, should you object, object to it in the music, in the message of of the music? You know, right? we can't take on everything all the time. Oh, how about so we just we take do? on our reproductive rights and tell you to mind your own fucking uterus? And hey, if you don't have don't one, care. shut your fucking mouth and put down your you goddamn listen, pen. You're talking to the wrong guy. Trying to legislate my angry. body. You're, you're talking to the wrong guy because I don't care if you kill them up till they're 18 years old. I have no problem with that. You made them. If you don't want them, take them out. But what I'm saying is that you guys just like kind of pick and choose your message. You're all over the place. So you think we chose to be called whores uh, in rap music? You think that's the issue that we're like, that's what Who's we, we? Want to do it Speak for yourself. Doing. As women, you think women. Why isn't there an outrage, uh, an outrage over that? Why aren't people being shamed? Well, you, and... should, you might want to look First up a tip of gore. There First has all, been outrage over that for years. Have you not really? known about the whole parental advisory Tipper Gore thing about rap music? Well, I don't know if anybody got the memo, but it's still going on. And number yeah, two. I also feel like that's art, and oh, it's, it's not art I appreciate, so I have the ability to turn it off. But I don't have the ability when old men legislate my daughter's uterus to turn that off. So that is an issue I will choose, as opposed to being called a hoe in rap music. Have, have I like at being it. called a hoe in rap music. It makes me feel And powerful. Jessica likes it. Jessica likes it. Bitches and hoes. I don't know. I just, like I said, Hose I don't have a before dog. before bros. I don't have a dog in this fight, so I don't I really do. care. And I don't appreciate you calling my uterus a hoe, a dog, in any fight. First Hose of all. Hoes before bros and snitches <laughs> get stitches. I've never sung a song where no. I've called a woman a hoe or a bitch or any of that stuff. So you can't yell at me. It's not me. I'm not doing it. I'm Listen, a, John. I am as offended by this music as... Everyone should be. Jessica was shocked this week when she found out there was a death in in uh, in the news. Jessica, <laughs> really, Melissa, me just love you one long time. <laughs> Jessica, worst <laughs> day died today. Yeah. <laughs> I love you long time. I couldn't believe she was still alive. I was amazed that she was still alive. She's I was like, not, she was again? ninety like seven. 97 years old. She was so Way to old. lay low, girl. Way to lay low. Right. I like that. <laughs> Wait, isn't Shirley Temple still alive? No. She just died, though, right? But good for Doris Day. I mean, she used to get some major... Like, she was like the original cougar. She almost turned Rod Hudson from being gay. Rock Rock, Hudson. Rock, rock, rock. I I don't know that that's actually a thing that's possible, but it would impress the shit out of me. Yeah, I love these people that were all like, are they dead? Are they alive? Did they die? Wait, is Liz Taylor still alive? No. No. Who's but the like, oldest living Hollywood actor? I don't. Oh, uh, Betty White, I would imagine. Oh what yeah, right, Betty, Betty White. White but she wasn't really big movies like them. I'm just saying that Kirk Doris Douglas. Day got. She was like the original cougar. Like she was getting young Burt Reynolds, Roger Moore back in the day. These guys are old, but they're not as old as Doris Day. Doris Day is hey, by guys. far the oldest. By and far. dead, and now dead, and now dead. She was by far yeah. the oldest person on still alive, I think. I would like to uh, start to wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Ooh, wrap it up, flip it, rub it down, (laughs) flip it, flip it, rub it down. For the people that don't can't see this, uh, Melissa is playing with her fuzzy penis. (laughs) Kirk Douglas. Oh gosh, is a hundred and two, y'all. No, he's not. Are you he serious? Is. Yes, he is. Is he still alive even after the stroke? He is still fucking alive. Yes, he's like a cucaracha. Look at him go. Um, Olivia de Havilland, who was in Gone with the Wind, is still alive. She's 102 as well. And Carol again, laying low. Channing is 98. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. She died January 15th. She of is this not year. alive. She just died. Just died. I know, but I remember thinking when my mom wears her wig, she looks like Carol Channing. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of people that I'm shocked that are still alive. I thought Doris Day Mel died Brooks years is ago. 92. Kim Novak. Hmm. Uh, Thank you for listening today. Tippi Hedren is still alive. Whoa. We're grateful. We're grateful to you. She's 89. John Aston. Oh, my God. He's still alive. You should see. He's scarier than he was when he was Gomez Adams. 88. Holy Methuselah. Isn't he uh, Jennifer Aniston's father? 
No, Sean a- Sean Astin's father. Oh, Sean Astin, okay. yeah. Isn't and Margaret related? is still alive. 74. Well, she's pretty young, actually. Beverly yeah. Cleary, 102. The author, Jerry, Beverly Cleary? Yes. Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive. Great balls of fire, y'all. That's all that young uh, women he Carl was dating Reiner, back in the day. Ed Asner, Eva Marie Saint. Carl, Carl Reiner and Ed Asner are national treasures. Yes, agreed. Totally agree. Christopher Plummer, we know that because he was just in something. Angela Lansbury is 117. Just kidding. She's 93. Uh, Jackie Mason is still alive, 87. Really? Wow. Yes. That that must be amazing. Sydney Poitier, 92. Little Richard, what? He's 86. Oh, is that all? Oh, my God. I Dream of Jeannie. Barbara Eden is still alive. 87. See, Bobby, do you remember that, that song? What was that song? The Harper Valley PTA? Wasn't she on that, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, Tony Bennett, we knew that. Yeah, Tony Bennett. I mean, it's kind of amazing. It's amazing. All right, all right. I'll let you PTA. flap it up. All right. This has been very enlightening. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Don't forget, we're going to have the polished, nice version available in uh, audio on polished. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google. Um, otherwise we will see you next time you can find us on our website for show notes at brilliantobservations.com you can also find us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at brilliant observation no sorry at listen brilliant yeah that's it also I don't know if any of you are going to be at the outlier festival but I as if you are listening to this the moment it comes out I will be flying to Texas to speak at the outlier podcast festival so if you are there and you dare listen to the show please say hello that's it thank you guys so much for listening we will see you next time peace Peace out, home slice. Home slice. Love it.